Welcome to Big Life Conversation. You're with Nicole and Barbara on this um, relatively mild Monday afternoon. Uh, you're on 94.1 FM, of course, and uh, we're here with you every Monday from 4 to 6 p.m. with lots of news, views, entertainment, food, nutrition, lifestyle tips. We have everything, really, on this show, don't we? Um, I hope you've had a really wonderful weekend. We're here to uh, help you with your drive time home. Um, Hopefully you've enjoyed our previous show. Just a shout-out to Tiny Tim, who plays the hits before us, gets us moving before our show as well. Um, Just a a little bit of weather uh, before we launch into our show for today. Um, In Box Hill here... It is 15 degrees, uh, low of 10, high of 16. Um, But speaking of all things a little bit weather front, uh, did you feel the earth move last night, Barbara? How are you today? How are you, Nicole? I'm well, thank you. But yes, a little bit shaken but not stirred or stirred but not shaken or something along those lines. Yes. You you were up, I was up. Yes. Some people obviously were not and were woken up in a bit of a shock, literally more than a shock. Well, I spoke to my boys in the morning because they were in bed and I was obviously up. I know I texted you at the time. And um, because we often hear certain planes go over at certain times of the night. And I thought it was just one of those very low-flying jets flying in. I think we're on a bit of a flight path from perhaps a New Zealand perspective (laughs) coming across the eastern suburbs. And we could hear this really low rumble and getting louder and louder and louder. And then not only loud, but then all of a sudden, yes, the earth did shake for uh, a quite a few seconds and I sort of got out of my chair a little bit because I went oh that's the jet that's the jet no it's not and thought I might have to get up and I said to Daniel oh, that's an earthquake should we get underneath the and then it stopped you know yes, I was just exactly. thinking should we get underneath something exactly but um, my boys uh, they said that they it. felt something no oh, they'd they woke up but they didn't they sort of thought oh what was that was there you know was the washing machine on oh, or, yeah, right. or the dryer or something like that so uh, they didn't the dog quite know happy, the dog was not happy Poor so happy. he got up and started to whimper quite oh lot and took a little bit of time to uh, settle but there's been quite a few little um, tremors since then apparently one only about an hour ago. Oh, really? I, didn't, I did I, not I notice. that either. No, no I, I did not, not notice. But, um, yes, I said to the earth move for you, <laughs> thinking about where you were at and where I was at and oh, whether we both felt the same thing. And, yes, you did. We did. And, yes, and we, live, we don't live very close to each other, so that was interesting that you thought that. But I thought I was exactly the same as you. I thought it was a, a low-flying jet. But I said, why, gosh, I that jet's not going to crash into the house or what's going on. And my partner, Joe, he said, um, I said, what, what was that? What was that? What's that? What's going on? What's going on? And, he's, uh, and he said, it's an earthquake. And I said, what? And he said, he had his phone in his hand. And literally, thank you very much for the information, um, whoever sent that. Um, but we really much more appreciate if you get perhaps giving us a little bit more warning yes. instead of telling us what was happening at the time. You experienced the earthquake. Anyway, but thanks. But so, you said you received nothing at all. So I guess now I No. So that. you must be on some sort of, you know, priority emergency list. I, I would say that you, 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 are, you are, yes, priority being getting a message (laughs) I I received nothing but I do know that um, it's the largest we've had 3.8 that we've ever had and then there was some more interesting news about how the actual continent that Australia is 
part of yes. is actually moving yeah. northwards and mm. uh, it's moving at a pace that is faster than our nails grow. It's amazing. Um, so I think we're actually moving. I'm thinking, are we going to get warmer as our Melbourne um, yes, climate? Are we going to be in Sydney before we know it? Let's get to Queensland. Yes, so I think um, quite interesting. It was um, felt as far as Hobart and Tassie. So um, yes. it, there was a very strong um, uh, feeling and, and it was actually quite strong for, for what we know of in Melbourne, who's fairly benign as far as any movement is concerned. Very um, strange. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting to say that it was the strongest one we've had because when we had the other one, I remember it was during COVID yes. and poor Victoria was really suffering yes. and Melbourne and there was, um, I remember seeing some cartoon in the paper and a, and a, a picture of poor, uh, Premier Paul Dan Andrews looking so stressed out sitting at his desk and um, saying to somebody, what's next, the plague of frogs? <laughs> 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 it was really seemed like the end of the world. And, but that actually, that was more severe as far as we were concerned. A picture fell off, um, I had sitting up on top of a, a wardrobe, a picture frame fell off and it broke. Nothing broke as far as I was aware here. I did look around because our house is an old house and a few cracks. I thought, oh, don't tell me, no, no more cracks, please. Um, but anyway, I couldn't see any damage or any no, further damage. No, it felt very sturdy, actually. It, it felt like, yes, I could feel the tremor, but nothing was rattling uncontrollably. Yes, nothing or was cracking, sort of banging, or, yeah, exactly. or cracking. Although, you know, I don't know. And I know the SES services have been called out to a couple of different places now. I imagine some very older... I mean, I've got a 1920s, so yes. our house is 100 years old. So Yours um, is weatherboard? Weatherboard. Yes. But on concrete stumps. Oh, okay. But, yes, yeah, the, yes. The, the, as a brick, but yeah. The, um, mm. the boards tend to uh, flex a little bit more than yeah, the yes. brick. So, um, well, I'm I just saying we're lucky compared to my little brother, Paddy, who lives in Christchurch, because they lived through that shocking one all those years ago. So, And their chimney fell down. So, of course, one of those terrible, shocking stories yes. of those lives that were lost. So, if you just, you just give you an idea how absolutely terrifying it would be if you were in it something that much stronger. Not yes. very nice at all. And, um, yes, so it's a little bit uh, scary and only just a little bit exciting at the same time here because we, we don't fear for the very large quakes. But exactly. But just imagine. You can just imagine. Um, so, yes, very exciting from that weekend front as well. Um but we've got a show for you today. We've got uh, quite a few interesting things to share with you today. Um, and um, before we get even into that, there um, there has been a few passings of some famous people been. over the last week as well, hasn't there? Yeah, that's right. I was going to, going to quickly mention some birthdays too, but we'll start Wait. off with our... With, um, yes, uh, rest in peace to uh, the late great Tina Turner. Yes. Um, but uh, quite an innings, 83. I can, I can never make, just can't think of her as being that age. Uh, she always seemed to be so vibrant and young. And, of course, um, a real trailblazer musically and also um, considering she had such a shocking first marriage um, and a bit of an inspiration to women who to leave destructive relationships. Um, and, anyway, she she uh, certainly uh, uh, usurped Ike, her late husband, um, in terms of her legacy as well, so she had the last laugh or success as well. So success is the best revenge. Um, yeah, but she uh, did you ever see her in concert? I did not. No, no, no. I wish I had it. But yes. apparently, there's a Tina Turner the musical, which is just opened in Sydney and is coming to Melbourne's I believe this year. So, got yes. to keep our eyes peeled. Well, she was promoting that. I actually watched the documentary on her yes. life yes. only fairly recently. Was that and I, I Tina? Think, 
Yes. yes. And I was thinking how amazing that was and mm. Um, mm. just the intricacies of her life and the challenges that she had. Um, and, you know, a tenuous relationship with mother and... Yes, um, a really tough background. Kids mm. as well. Yes. And um, the musical that was coming out and that she was, you know, part of the... Um, making of, of the consulting process they yes. are so she got to see it which is great before yes. she before she yes. does so yeah. um it was kind of a surprise i just thought she was 83 years young and that's right a little bit more um so uh yes i've got some a, a lot of dedication oh, um, of her music today because she had such a wide variety and I thought, well, it she covers did. so many decades. Exactly, that and, we some, can and some different styles too. Absolutely cover that off as well. Yeah, so, um, that's great, Nicole. That is um, what we're going to do today. That's good because she, and also she, um, she apparently she embraced Buddhism, which was a, a great comfort to her um, in terms of dealing with the challenges in her life, which I found very interesting. You know, when you think of Buddhism, you don't automatically think of it, but anyway, yeah, you, you no, don't. Um, but it's but interesting. She, she loved their meditative zen yes. like qualities and I, I think she found a lot of peace exactly um, with those exactly. teachings and acceptance I think I think you're right. and also her, yeah, and, and a detachment from certain things too mm. um, which I think is part of the philosophy of Buddhism but um, yeah also of course we can't forget uh, to mention her um, wonderful second husband Erwin um, Bach who um, was I think German or Swiss born because she lived in Switzerland um, uh, for many many years or she lived and died in Switzerland but uh, apparently he was he seemed to be the, the polar opposite of her. You didn't know much about him. He's 17 years younger, and they met through through the music industry. He was a record executive, and um, she said that she, as soon as she met him, she felt this immediate like charge or sort of electricity. And I think he must have felt it too. People you know, and they did become an island. Finally, after many years of, of uh, being together, um, he accepted or she accepted his marriage proposal. Like she knocked him back a few times. Maybe she was I nervous after so. after the first time. It had yes. been such a disaster. Yes. Um, anyway, but uh, and then people cruelly suggested I was just just after her money well yes he's just after her money that's why he donated a kidney to her yes yeah, so uh, anyway uh but you know that Shalavia, as i say proved uh, proved the skeptics wrong and that, that was a very happy relationship so um yeah he's only he's only 60 so he's a, he was a toy boy and apparently it was a very happy relationship so yes um, yeah so um yeah so rest in peace Tina, and thank you for all the uh the joy that you've given to so many of us and i love some of the stories no one's got a bad word to say about her and you've been reading about some of the, the some of the other musicians who worked with her yes yes and there's a lot of um duos that she did over her time because yes. she, they, and worked with her as well exactly Everyone from David Bowie through to um, I had a Mick Jagger, Mick Jagger, yes. Brian Adams, <laughs> yes, Rob yes. Stewart. Just well, to this name goes a few. on, yeah, exactly. And um, I love the stories about Judd Byers and, and of course, she and Cher were great friends. And without hair, you can imagine. Which and apparently, to put you happily, she had lots of wigs because she damaged her hair over the years by doing all sorts of things to her. So she had these fantastic wigs. Um, but anyway, when she met Judd Byers, Judd was laughing and so saying she was you know, such a force of nature and so on. And she, when she met me and you know, Judd uh, abused you in a very different way, and she had. Uh, very, very short cropped hair. Yes. And apparently she said, and she apparently turned and grabbed her by the, the head and said, Listen, girl, you got to get yourself a wig. <laughs> <laughs> and she just said, she, she was just, yeah, a really positive life for us, considering what she'd been through um, early on. I mean, a great, as I say, great inspiration. She could have she could have gone the other way and uh, and ended up as a casualty of um, with drugs and other issues, but she no, apparently she was quite healthy. Her well, lifestyle was healthy, didn't smoke, really drank. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, this kidney ailment um, that she had it was a genetic thing, but um, that finally it, it took her away, but she did have some extended years thanks to her kind husband donating the kidney. Yeah, so. absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, so um, 
There is also, I'm going, not going to actually mention much about this, but Rolf Harris was the other one recently. Yes, Rolf Harris. Um, now, were you a kid? Were you, maybe you're a bit young for Rolf Harris. No, no unfortunately. We loved him as kids. My mother actually took my brother Neil and myself to the ballet theatre to see him all those years ago. Jake the Pig, yes. Tommy Kangaroo Dance yes. World, something. Very entertaining, however... Yeah. Yes, there was a dark side, obviously, it was a dark side. and it was very sad. He was a very talented man. He was a swimming champion, and you know, a great artist. And um, also, it was interesting too, just as a kid, he was very aware of the um, coming from WA. He's very aware of the indigenous um, elements of this country, um, and it was quite influenced by you know, some of his artwork and also some of his music and songs. Anyway, yes, but apparently never repented. I gather never, not in public, never, never apologised. Um, right. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was yeah, very. I was actually, I remember when the news came out about his uh, dreadful behaviour. I was quite shocked and quite sad about was. it. I think everyone was. Yes, yeah, so yeah. yeah, who would have, who would have thunk it, as they no, say? No, sure. exactly. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know. He's gone to his uh, reward as punishment now, Rolf. But, yeah, mm-hmm. thanks for good times and no thanks for the other stuff. That's but, right. um, uh, Also, um, Joy McKean, um, the oh. widow of Slim Dusty. Oh. She she left us and she was born in 1930 as well. Uh, died of cancer after a bit, a bit of a long struggle with it. But she was a, a great support to, um, to Slim. And she, she wrote some of his songs and co-wrote some of his songs quite a trailblazer in her own right in the country music field so yes yeah, so rest in peace joy and um yes yeah, so a few have left us sadly this uh, this week um but some good news in terms of some birthdays i need to mention too if i may sure yeah and um that we're looking at um the likes of um, gladys knight you just turned 79 i believe you're a gladys knight fan i love gladys knight i love gladys knight and i haven't gifts. heard much from her no not that i long time but you have heard of stevie nixon peggy lee i have and they've share a birthday, late great Peggy, of course Stevie's still with us, but they share a birthday with my niece Hannah, who had her special birthday last Friday, the 26th of May, um, and Marilyn Munro, um, she, yeah, not particularly known for her music, but she could hold a tune in a breathy kind of way, she uh, would be having a birthday the, the first, on the 1st of June, so happy birthday to all you Geminis out there. And just a, a little bit more closer to home, yes. my um, husband's sister's father-in-law so uh someone we know dearly every christmas actually passed away yesterday as well after a long battle oh, on his I'm birthday sorry. so i'm oh. um, sad and he will be missed so i miss you um john so um a little bit of sad news mm, close to home, that. unfortunately um but brighter news um we've got some wonderful guests on today and we're really looking forward to speaking them with them um so first up we have bernadette robinson um who has a show coming up in at Mimo Hall. He's been a, been a big fan of Bernadette's for many years. Um, and she has uh, has uh, some... Um, well, she's got a brilliant ear, actually. She trained with Joan, Dame Joan Hammond. Um, originally um, started life as a working life as a nurse, but that's another story. <laughs> anyway, um, has moved on to even more interesting things, you might say. But she's um, played tribute to such artists as Patsy Cline and Judy Garland, um, uh, Edith Piaf, and then the list goes on and on. Um, and, you know, she's got a special show um, dedicated to Judy Garland at, uh, at our, one of our spa- favourite spots, so down St Kilda in um, mm. Ackland Street, that's the Memo Hall. Yes. So that's this Saturday, um, this Saturday, the 3rd of um, June, and she'll tell us all about that and some of the other interesting things that she's been up to. She's just got back from overseas and some of the things she, she's got planned. I know that she's going to be the Sydney Opera House in August. So um, wow. she's got quite a legion of fans, including the late, great Barry Humphreys too. So anyway, we shall be hearing a bit more from her very soon. Look forward to chatting. Very soon in about five minutes or so and coming up after five o'clock we have our wonderful 
co-host Jacinta. Hopefully you have had a wonderful <laughs> uh, business trip away in India. Yes. We'd love to hear a little bit about what you've been up to and the India trip and uh, that will be after five. So we'll hear from our co-host. So looking forward to hearing from both of those as well as our normal entertainment um, and a few little nutrition tips as well. But before we do that, I thought this one might be a little bit apt to take us off, given our little shaky start yesterday <laughs> evening. Uh, this is called Shake It. Bernadette, it's Barbara Sullivan. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Good. Well, quite good. I just got, sort of come out of the end of COVID. So I'm oh, you're pushing. Weary. Yeah. yeah. It was the first <laughs> time for you, or did you have the yes, yes, first time, thank God. Well, you managed yeah. to avoid it uh, pretty well up until then. And, and I know. I'm surprised <laughs> I got it at all. I've been so good and had all the vaccinations. And, and so careful. Right oh, dear. Yeah. Did you, well, yeah. you just come back from overseas. Is that where you picked it up, or...? No, uh, well, we just been to Bali. No, I haven't been properly. I mean, I suppose that's overseas. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is for some of us. Yes, that's right. Anyway, we, I hope you're going to be in fine voice for this fantastic sounding um, concert you've got to line up at uh, the great uh, Memo Hall in St Kilda. It's one of our favourite spots. And tell us a little bit about the show. Or is it um, full of, going to be full of surprises and you don't want to give too much away? Bernadette, are you there? I am there. <laughs> apologies, a thousand apologies. <laughs> yes, anyway, some technical hitches. Um, yes, yeah. they're, they're uh, the bane of our lives when they occur. Anyway, thank goodness you're back and sorry about that. Okay. That's okay. So, we're, 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 so we're interrupted. You're telling us about the show that's coming up on um, yes. June the 3rd, uh, next yes. Saturday night. And remember? And musical, yeah, on um, Saturday night, yes. It's actually, um, well, it's, it's me singing the songs of Judy Garland, though I will be showing in a few extra special guests along the way. Uh-huh. I actually did the show, well, I did it regionally last year, and then I did two concerts at the Hamer Hall a couple of weeks ago um, of the, the show, and this is sort of the very, the final one of the Judy shows coming to St Kilda. Fantastic. So, if, yeah. were you part of Morning Melodies? Was that what you were doing? Yes, exactly yes. what it was. Oh, good yeah. on you. <laughs> yeah, well, I've enjoyed your performances over the years, um, of course, <laughs> and I know that... Um, uh, we're all big Judy fans, uh, and uh, in fact, earlier this year we went on to see um, Nina Farrow in um, Judy Australia about that rather disastrous um, oh, uh, yeah. tour that she had when she came to Melbourne back in 1964. Yeah, yeah so this will be a bit more upbeat though, the, uh, by the sound. I think so. Well, <laughs> <laughs> these are in a heyday. Well, it's just a collection of all different songs and, and little stories about her. And also, I mean, I'm going to put a few, like, for instance, I wasn't originally going to be doing this show. It was during the pandemic oh, and, nice. you know, it was years, it was all that time when everything was in lockdown yes. and then there were little periods where certain areas, regional areas, it could be open and, and uh, someone else was going to be doing them. But because there were so many lockdowns and so everything got pushed back, mm. she ended up going into real estate and the producer said, hey, you can see Judy Garland before you do this. And I said, yes, yeah. so I just made it my own show and I ended up putting in things like um, Edith Piaf because when I was doing some research on Judy, I looked and saw that there were some photos in one of the books with Judy and Piaf together. And there was... To me, they seem so similar. They did, and their lives were so sad in some yeah, ways. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And they were so tiny in both things. Exactly. Little yes. Yeah. So I'm seeing a bit of um, PF in the show as well. So Fantastic. And covers and a few other funny little bits and pieces. And that, that's sort of the end then of Judy, because I'm actually launching, a, I have a whole new show called Divas, which is going to be touring um, 
from uh, July the 17th in Queensland and then it goes to the Opera House and then it comes to the Fairfax. Which oh, well, so you're coming back in oh, this year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a big show. So that, I mean, this is a cute little last nod to the Nemo Hall. And then a very big show. Very know, exciting. I was going to say, it's been a, a bit of a tough time with, for a lot of artistic people like yourself with uh, with the lockdown. Uh, well, you've, um, you managed to you managed to survive, and we actually we're just playing um, some of your tracks from that great CD that I got um, uh, that you recorded a few years ago, "Songs of Bernadette." So uh, oh, yes, and uh, right. you've got a few CDs out. That's the one you did in London. Yeah, live yeah, in right, London. Right. Yeah, Back yeah, in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, no, that's the last one I've done. Because it's all been very much lockdown time. I think it was the last time I did proper work. I mean, I did the regional concerts, that's true, and I've done a couple of things, yep. but yep. it's been pretty quiet since then. And now this is just why I'm working on this new show that with Simon Phillips, who actually directed Songs for Nobodies and yes. Pennsylvania Avenue with me. So this Exactly, and, and those are both brilliant shows. Of course, he was um, the former artistic director of the Melbourne Theatre Company too. Oh, so, yes. yes, for many, many years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, well, that would be a, a fun thing. And, and have you performed at the Opera House before? I have. I've done all three. I did it. Oh, I've done so much there. I've done songs for nobody's there about three times. Oh, right, okay. Pennsylvania Avenue season there, and the show goes on, which was another show that I did, a one-woman show. And so, yeah, I love I love performing there. Who wouldn't? It's exactly. So <laughs> Good on you. And that <laughs> weather might, might be a bit warmer when you're up there too. I know. <laughs> well, we've got QPAC first, which I'm really looking for, <laughs> mainly for the weather. You've timed it well. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And I was going to ask you, actually, Bernadette, um, mm. I mean, Judy, obviously, you know, she's a, a favourite of yours and she's a favourite of so many of us, but you've uh, also paid tribute in your um, brilliant career to some other great artists, apart from Edith Piaf. I'm, I'm thinking of Patsy Cline as well. Yeah, yes, she was featured. She's not in this show because um, I I gave her, I mean, I did a whole show about Patsy. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was in Songs for Nobody's and I also put her in The Show Goes On. But in Divas, we're actually, uh, I've put Dolly Parton in instead. Oh, great. I've got a few new ones in there. I've got Kate Bush in there. I've got um, Amy Winehouse. Oh, wow. Iris. Yeah, I'm branching out. You certainly are. I've heard all of you. <laughs> I was going to ask, actually, in terms of your wonderful ear you had, because you trained with James Joan Hammond, of course, um, mm. and you escaped um, you escaped the world of nursing and got into a, it's a, a very different kind of life, but um, yeah, I'm sure it has its highs and lows, like, um, like, like that other job would have. But um, yeah. is there a particular artist that you feel, uh, well, obviously, you know, I guess you might have your favourites, but are there some who are more challenging to represent than others? Yes, definitely. Um, certainly, you know, because these new singers I are just starting to get into my voice whereas the others are well uh, like I mean I did put Eartha Kitt in well I didn't it was Joanna Murray Smith wrote Pennsylvania Avenue and yeah. she chose the singers yes. so she Eartha Kitt was someone that I'd never done before or sung and didn't know very well mm -hmm. and she took ages and I just thought there's no way but eventually she I found oh, she found herself her way into me <laughs> so it's hard yes. like I know that Amy Winehouse is really is really tricky for me so I'm really spending a lot of time listening to her and Marley Cyrus too but I think they're both great singers so yes, yes. if they're great singers uh, a, it helps because yeah. I can, you know, you know, if they're not very good, I'm not interested. Exactly, in exactly. <laughs> it's fully inspired. And what about what about costumes? Is it going to be one of those? No, no, no it's, it's very one. simple. I never get to wear costumes. <laughs> oh. I only have one. 
<laughs> well, what I saw you in some years ago was it might have been Nam Songs um, well, for nobody's, but uh, you, it was a, it was a gorgeous little grey wool crepe suit, um, a yeah, skirt and jacket with a little yeah. black velvet lapels, and it was very yeah, stylish. Yeah, and you're yeah. so svelte and slim, and <laughs> <laughs> looking very glam. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to be wearing. Well, no, this night I'll be in the sequence for. Memo with Judy, so that's oh great, of course. But yes. With the divas, I think I'll be wearing a tuxedo. So oh I'll wow, okay. wear another, yeah, glam, but one outfit, so it has to be. A nice <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. <laughs> and I was going to ask you, um, now this coming you're, you're off, off um, interstate, but you're coming back to Melbourne into the Fairfax. What, what time of year are we looking yes. at for that? That is August. Oh, okay, um, great. I think it's August. The I can't remember the actual date, but it goes to September the 10th. Anyway. Oh, wonderful. It's sort of a three-week season. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, if you can't yeah. even get back on, we'll certainly be giving that a, a plug or two or three. Yes, but, uh, yes, yes, I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. And then you have the career highlights. I mean, I've been looking at, uh, oh. for your career over the years, you've been but in career. The highlight was with the West End, of course. Oh, of course. And, and mm. being nominated for an Olivia Award for the yes, Song to Nobodies and all the different people. I mean, just doing, like that was seven weeks at the Ambassadors in one woman show so that was and I got some pretty wonderful reviews and I got so many wonderful people came and like Emma Thompson came and took me out to supper and oh lucky you lucky you I know I know yeah, she's delightful she seems I mean um, she seems <laughs> lovely very natural down to earth yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah no she was great Every, it was just the most uh, Helen and Bottom Carter gave me another day well, she's good so fun these people come afterwards and meet you you know I mean, people would say I'd be up in my dressing room and they'd say there's someone downstairs to say hello oh. and oh, my god you come down and all these <laughs> people. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's so that's the highlight. That yes, of course. cannot be topped. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and of course, the late great Barry Humphreys um, sang your praises oh, too. Yes, he yes. Did. Yes. Yeah, did you get to meet him personally too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Several times. Yeah. yeah. He sent flowers. He always came to my show. Oh, he oh, flowers. Oh. Well. Yeah. Yes. Well, he was an old charm. I mean, um, I have to say, he did him many years ago over the phone. And um, yes, he was uh, He was quite, uh, quite delightful. Um, but yeah, so you're, anyway, you certainly ringing endorsements from, from so many, so it's fantastic, Bernie. Congratulations yeah, on all that. Thank you. And um, you're, yeah. you're still juggling, um, well, your daughters now, I suppose. They're, they're oh, growing they're up. up now. Yes, yeah. big girls now. <laughs> Has anyone followed you into that musical world or the theatrical world? Um, they, they're sort of, look, they, they are. I want, actually, my older one's gone into stand up comedy. Oh, wow. Really. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm so brave. I can't believe that would be to me the most terrifying thing in the world. Um, they both can sing, but they don't particularly choose to right, at the you. moment. Yes. I think it's you know they, they can. I you know they're still so young. They're only twenty one, twenty four. Yes, they've yeah. got lots of time to do all sorts. They of have, things. but you, yes. you haven't put them off, or have you tried to put them <laughs> off? I've tried to. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, and um, yes, I was going to say. But, yeah, you either, I think you either. Reject your parents, or you, you embrace them. I suppose in terms of yeah, careers, that's right. So, yeah. Well, they do both actually, <laughs> oh, depending on the mood. Okay. Yes, yes, uh, yeah, So that's fantastic. <laughs> Anyways, we're really looking forward to um, uh, checking you out. Uh, if not uh, this coming Saturday night, or certainly in August. But I've just some details about the yes. this show coming up. So the oh, doors yes. open at uh, seven. Is that yes. right? Just that the one show. show, and then the show's at eight o'clock, isn't it? I think. No, I think it's at eight. Yes. And how long yep. does it usually run for? Do you think? 70, 75 minutes. Yeah. With or without an interval. Without an interval. Oh, so straight through. Oh, once I'm on, I just love just to yeah, stay there. Yeah, you can't break the momentum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> Good on you. That's fantastic. We'll break okay, a leg. Okay. 
Thank you. And I look forward to catching up with you soon. Thanks so much. Yes. Thanks Great. so much My for pleasure. speaking with us. Um, a wonderful Bernadette. And we'll have a, another Thank tune you. from your CD here oh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> All the best. Okay. Thanks a lot. Cool. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye. Bye now. And that was the wonderful Bernadette Robinson uh, and one of her tracks from her CD. And that was exactly indeed the brilliant Bernadette. And thank you so much uh, for joining us, Bernadette. And that was La Belle Histoire d'Amour. Uh, of course, um, she's um, uh, her version of her rendition of a famous PF song. And you can hear some more of those PF interpretations this Saturday night, along with some great uh, versions of some Judy Garland songs too. So that's Saturday, the 3rd of June. Doors open at 7 p.m. Showtime is 8. Down at Memo Music Hall, 88 Ackland Street in St Kilda. And you can check out uh, ticket prices and so on at the website www.memomusical.com.au. Prices for tickets are $55 um, and also concessions at $45 and $35. And it's a 75-minute show, uh, so don't be late um, because uh, there's no interval going straight through. And if you've never seen Bernadette in a full flight, uh, you're in for a real treat if you can get down there. And yeah, absolutely brilliant. And uh, very talented girl. And we're lucky to call her our own. <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, all the best, um, Bernadette. And we're looking forward to checking out her other performances later in the year. Uh, so um, that'll be a lot of fun, I think, Nicole. Yes, she's very talented. I love how she just can don someone else's singing voice. And, brilliant ear, uh, exactly. And, and uh, you know, so not only a gifted singer in her own right, um, that she can actually you know, do that that mimicry, like, very, very well. Mm. Really, mm. really... Um, it's a real gift. She said, she sort of, <laughs> I find I find her. Exactly. She's saying, I noticed how she sort of steps into it. So yes, indeed. really quite nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. So Very good. Yeah, so that's, um, as I say, one for this Saturday night. If you can get yourselves down there, and we're, we're looking forward to when Divas turns up uh, at uh, the Arts Centre in um, August. Yes, lots to, to look forward to, um, including some things that I have already partaken which was um, the finishing up of the German Film Festival uh, went to the lovely Palace Cinema and saw uh, Peacock um, <laughs> Stan and Bourne yes a bit mm. of a murder mystery okay. uh, Agatha Christie-esque oh, nice. kind of uh, show where mm-hmm. t- team go away on a team building exercise ah. in Scotland and so there's this half sort of Scottish <laughs> broken Germanic there's a link read the <laughs> subtitles and then not needing to and, and there's a little oh, bit of okay. that going on yeah. um, but yes there's there's um, some beloved peacocks in the garden oh. and one um, mysteriously departs on the lawn <laughs> oh my goodness um, and uh, that is actually the murder mystery I thought someone some a human was going to <laughs> That's die it's a beautiful bird but it was what happened to the bird mm. and then there's this chef and a cook in the background yes. um, uh, who is part of the team building and then there's the, the manager who people are thinking are we going to get the sack and oh, there's been okay. a takeover and so there's this is a black comedy in a way there's this kind of mm. yes things going on in, in between <laughs> and um, some like shenanigans yes in you so um lots and lots of fun some of the humor sort of got a little bit lost on me accent wise and (laughs) and i think in the in the germanic sound of it all but um but uh beautifully um filmed and um quite uh, a funny um little movie and something to enjoy as well i wonder if it's going to have a commercial release some of them do no or else i wonder if you can catch it streaming you have to go onto the website i guess to find out just check out german film festival uh, because sometimes they are released and uh, they get a lot 
longer run. Yes, uh, yes. it was was, was quite a fun one to have a look at. Mm, Thank you, And the other wonderful show that I was um, privileged to get along and see, and I went with my sister to see that is um once oh yes uh, by the darlinghurst theater company and um at the comedy theater what a Mm. yes i love the comedy theater such a beautiful spot and a really unique kind of um theater production in that all of the music is played on set yes uh, and the music sort of comes from the actors who are obviously triple threats because they can dance and sing and and, um so i thought that was really unique and the crowd was a real buzz it was opening night it was opening (laughs) night and there was a real um, joyous sort of atmosphere in there, and people were clapping and hooting and <laughs> whistling and whistling, and um, there was definitely lots and lots of fun to be had, and really entertaining. A, a, just a really cute love story. It is set in Ireland. Um, set in Ireland in a nice pub. A lot lots, of it, isn't lots it? Lots yeah. of little pub scenes yes. and um, music to sort of back that up. Um, some wonderful um, musicians there from anyone, someone who just plays the the drums, but is actually playing on a box versus oh, really? okay. um, a cellist, um, some guitarists, you know, and some people playing multiple different instruments oh, okay. throughout the production as well. Um, but yes, a, a little, little bit of a love story with a twist, um, yes. and a wonderful, some wonderful songs from it. I saw a few years songs. ago, and that song, of course. Um, Falling was uh, was quite a hit, and, and of course I think it's based on um, semi autobiographical story of uh, Glenn Hansard from The Frames. Um, ah, yeah, so anyway, I did but, not uh, know that. Yeah, so it's it's um yeah, it's it's great charm, quite delightful, and there, as I say, there's a film about it too, and this uh, this came I think after the book and after the after the film the stage show. So very enjoyable, yeah. and and what was quite unique is that I was trying to find out who the the lead characters' names were, but oh, they're yes. just sort of guy and girl, um, yes. and and so. <laughs> So um, Toby Francis is Guy um, and he is the leading man in this show um, from the Darlinghurst Theatre Company. Running until um, this Black weekend, Swan I think. Theatre Company and um, the girl was Stephanie uh, Kakamo, um, okay. who is from Western Australia, Academy mm-hmm. of Performing Arts, um, and both brilliant. She was particularly probably my favourite. Oh, um, yes, yes. And I thought her voice, and she was very strong, I think, um, as the, the leading girl. So, um, yeah. yes, so, um, yes, I don't know how long is on I think it's running until this weekend. I think I believe it's winding up this weekend. So if you've never seen it, it's very charming uh, and it's uh, quite delightful. And the comedy, we love the comedy theatre. Um, yeah, so it's actually finishing on the 4th of June, um, I do believe. So, um, yes, if you can get along to it, if you've, ne- if you've never seen it before, I think you'll be quite delighted by it. And particularly as you and I have a few Irish Celtic connections too. We I think do. We, yes, a, we do enjoy that. Yes, it's in, it's in the blood. <laughs> it is indeed. Uh, yes, it is. So thanks for that, Nicole. Yeah, really, really nice. And um, don't forget the wonderful Light Years Camberwell Camera Club yes. exhibition, which I believe... You got along to see. I did. Now, we were lucky enough to speak to Ken Spence uh, last week. He came in um, and was a, a delightful guest and telling us all about the Campbell Camera Club that he's been involved with for quite some time. And this exhibition, which is um, in the little community hall gallery of uh, the uh, town hall gallery, um, 
<coughs> excuse me, light years is uh, yeah, fantastic. It's running. It's actually closing on this Saturday, so you need to get along down there as soon as you can. But it's, it's a whole, spans a whole lot of different images, black and white colour, um, portraits of people, portraits of animals, some great ones that Ken did of um, uh, a football club, a, a, a local county or country football club. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, no, they're fan- they're um, absolutely some stunning shots and, and very talented people, obviously, who are there as part of the camera club. Um, but uh, if you want to find out a little bit more, you can check out. Uh, the Campbell Camera Club online if you'd like to join um, but there's uh, yeah, some some fantastic um, images there and really quite um, an, an amazing uh, exhibition and celebrating of course um, they consist of 162 members of the club and it's celebrating 70 years Yeah, so uh, congratulations to them and uh, very inspiring work I'm going to get my uh, children down to that one, one, yes. one which is studying media at the moment, doing photography. Oh, yes. I was just saying off air how there was a, a, a music <laughs> film clip gathered on the weekend and I had to fun. had to put my red lipstick on, on, on <laughs> dribbling down the nose because he was, you know, I, I need to be, um, uh, you know, being ran over by oh a car goodness. in my film oh, clip. Yeah. And I said, all right, not being... Any expert in in makeup production from that perspective, <laughs> he, he I said, well, will, will I get acknowledgement um, on the credits? Oh, that'd be nice. Um, but I do know that uh, he's very interested in um, uh, photographs, and yes. so are the other boys in my family. So um, I think I'm going to get along to that. So let's light years by the camera. Yes, and it's Camel open. Club. I'm finishing up um, this Saturday, and the gallery hours Monday to Friday, ten to five. Saturday, 12 to 4, and of course, there's a Hawthorne Arts Centre, 360 Word Road in Hawthorne. Um, and yeah, highly recommended, and congratulations to the Campbell Camp. Fantastic. Well, it is um, six minutes past the hour. You are on Big Life Conversation with Nicole and Barbara, 94.1 FM. Coming up very shortly is our wonderful colleague, Jacinta McNina, who's going to be joining us very soon, just after a a little word from uh, one of our sponsors and a tune, another tune by uh, Tina Turner. This one is a a little bit more my birthing era, if you like. Oh, really? (laughs) That's what I'm going to say i'm not going to say much more than that it's a gentle song it's more of a ballad is it or is it no, no not at all <laughs> and that was the wonderful tina turner um disco inferno by tina turner a really great rendition of that one um and then i can't stand the rain and we're supposed to have our wonderful guest online i'm wondering if no, she is not there. We might have to try her again um, in about five minutes or so. Uh, having a few little techo difficulties with our phone today. Doesn't want to play the game at all. Um, Maybe going into depression because of winter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe it's um, having a little bit of a uh, fun there as well. So um, hopefully we will get her back in about five minutes or so if um, all is well and uh, we can give you a little bit of um, perhaps some science news before we head yes, back into that. Why not? So um, over the weekend, I had my wonderful Food for Thought program and yes. um, we had some really interesting um, things to talk about. And one was that um, the wonderful Mediterranean diet, which has been studied time and time and again, um, but has been seen as being somewhat expensive to actually stick by or the Australian <laughs> guidelines being expensive yes. to stick by. So people have been saying healthy eating is eating is expensive and so someone said well let's 
and I know that there is a bit of a crisis at the moment. Yes. Let's just say that things have gone up in the marketplace. They have. Um, but the Mediterranean diet is being seen to be both good for our health, but also for our hip pocket as well. Uh, and especially when budgets are tight. So mm. the South Australian University got in on the act and um, did a study on the different pricings of what's called the Western diet or the SAD diet, oh, as yes. I call it, the standard <laughs> Australian diet. Oh, right, okay. Uh, and the Australian Healthy Eating Guidelines um, and the Mediterranean diet and overlaid the two. And it said that the Mediterranean diet costs $78 per week for a single person. Um, $135 for a household of two, $211 for a family of three, and $285 for a family of four. Compared to the Sad Australian Diet, I think it saved everyone around $28 a week by following oh, those really? guidelines. So mm-hmm. our fruit and veggies are more are expensive, but it's more expensive to buy the bad stuff. So yes. um, it really gave us a little bit of a, a hint to say that um, – Whilst we might think it's more expensive, when we look at it, um, we don't actually. Um, uh, it isn't. It doesn't actually come out that way. Um, having said that, um, the twenty-eight dollars saving may not seem like much over a week, but over a year, it's around fifteen hundred dollars. Oh wow! Which can make all of the difference. It can. And um, we do know that eating a balanced diet doesn't have to break the bank. But um, unhealthy food can damage our body for a lifetime. So exactly, you know, only eight percent of Australians eat the recommended three hundred and seventy-five grams or five servings of vegetables oh, a day, um, and consuming up to about thirty-five percent of their daily energy from foods high in salt, sugar, mm. and unhealthy fat. So yes, time indeed. to make the change, peeps. Exactly, um, and winter's the time to do it, Babs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Winter is a good time to do it because this is usually the time when the little kilos, a little bit of extra something just after dinner, yes. which I'm known for. <laughs> Aren't we all? Oh, yes. Beautiful dark chocolate um, is uh, can creep in and then um, stay on over summer, which we do not want at That's all. That's right. And we want to try to stay healthy over winter too, don't we? Particularly, we Nicole, with the flus and other nasty bugs around. We do. Yes. I've got a little couple of immunity tips as well. Oh, good. Okay. Some good news. This one is actually from the government and um, it is at Minister's Department of Health and Aged Care. Uh-huh. Um, there's some new funding for palliative care projects um, yes. from the government. Yes. Um, so Australians that need palliative care will benefit from enhanced workforce education and training and improve quality through the Albanese government, totalling more than $68 million. Oh. Um, why I picked this one out is because it's a about nutrition uh-huh. so we know that um, food has been quite an issue for this um, group yes um, and the um, a, a nutrition Australia are actually um, looking to um, take on part of the quality food side of this initiative uh-huh. um, and support um, health services and palliative care organisations in getting um, better nutrition to um, this you know, very vulnerable group of people. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that is going to be spent and also some of the projects that are going to be rolled out um, 
so that people can live um, much healthier, longer lives and rather than sort of be dying longer, that they're exactly. actually living longer. So exactly. um, uh, It's a quality of life so important. Yeah, yeah, so nice to see some money going into that space. Indeed. Wherever there's money going into nutrition, I'm sort of um, got my little ears <laughs> and eyes up uh, ready to have a look at that. Um, it is 20 minutes past the hour, five o'clock, so we might try and get our second guest back on the line. <laughs> um, we've got some more Tina Turner coming up. Um, this is a, a nice one that we like, um, getting all of the different range of um, decades that she's been across. Um, but what's love got to do with it? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> uh, 94.13 WBC, you're here with Nicole and Barbara. Hello, um, I'm very, very sad about that. Um, so the technology doesn't want to let us down. Play. Yes. Oh, and you're really looking forward to talking to Jacinta we about so Indian having a nice travels. Air chat, but does does not want to come onto the uh, onto the panel today. So um, we might try and uh, see if we can do that a little bit later again. But um, at the moment. Not playing. No, so we're, we're sorry, Jacinta, if you're listening <laughs> to us. We mean very well and we would love to have a chat. And we've still got a few more minutes to try you again later. We do. Yes. It's 25 minutes past the hour on Big Life Conversation with Nicole and Barbara trying to get <laughs> Jacinta on the phone. But um, we will take two and um, try that in about 10 minutes' time again um, and hopefully see if we can make that happen. We did with Bernadette, but we have to say that we did try quite a few times we did. before that the happened. third time or fourth time we yeah. Yes, yes. In the right. meantime, I've got I, some entertainment news if oh, you'd like to hear. Yes, yes. I've got um, just a little more snippet on the nutrition front before we sort of swap back into that, if if, if I may. Yes, sure. Just going through um, some of the, the conversations on the health and wellbeing front. So... Um, I know, as I said, on Food for Thought, we, we talk through our nutrition news and we also have um, nutrition tips that we use, uh, that we have every week. And um, this week I spoke about the little known nutrient chromium, which is um, quite an interesting nutrient. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this one before. Probably um, it, it has been over the, the last years that I've been on. But chromium is a fantastic mineral that we require in about 30 microgram dose, um, which is our recommended dietary intake or daily intake. 30 micrograms. We have an upper limit of 300 micrograms, but this particular nutrient has an um, amazing way to help balance and support blood sugar. So mm. people that have um, blood sugar dysregulation, insulin resistance, so diabetics, uh, diabetics mm. um, or people pre-diabetic, um, we do know that our chromium levels naturally in our body, so it's naturally occurring mineral, uh-huh. does decline with age. Oh, yes. um, but um, we can can get it through food, uh, but it is quite efficient as um, an insulin regulator, blood Uh sugar regulator, cholesterol level regulator, um, and it builds muscle tissue and promotes um, fat storage, Mm -hmm. um, and it's excellent... uh, essential for carbohydrate um, metabolism. So um, when we have too much sugar, it really helps for that. So I once had that mentioned to me that if I have a very sweet binge <laughs> evening yes. that I can um, actually take a little bit of chromium. It'll help it go to where it needs to go oh, in the muscles for burning off versus um, more damaging ways mm, that mm. sugar can 
um, affect our bodies. So um, it is essential for carbohydrate, fat, and some um, steroid metabolism. Oh, yes. Um, it can protect against diabetes, help regulate appetite as well. So if we've got the munchies, um, it can certainly help with that. And there's evidence that uh, show that um, chromium supplements may may help with those blood sugar levels with people with diabetes, pre-diabetics, or to lower triglycerides, um, cholesterol as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Deficiency is difficult to assess because it's um, something that moves through the body at a regular um, pace, but it is in uh, foods such as you can get about 1 to 13 micrograms in red wine, Mm. Um, not to say that I'm an advocate for drink red, red <laughs> wine, but how health benefits, um, we know with the resveratrol, but also chromium <laughs> is in there as well. And you can get a large dose in half a cup of broccoli as well. So 11 micrograms there. Um, Turkey ham is about 10 micrograms. Uh, Potatoes, about three. And we sort of go down from there. Garlic, a teaspoon of garlic is about three. Um, And we know garlic's also good for blood sugar regulation as well. Yes, and to help fight um, some of these uh, nasty little bugs that are around. Exactly. Antiviral, antibacterial has amazing um, sources. And other sort of more smaller sources are spinach dark chocolate, cacao, um, wheat German, wheat uh, bran, and um, also blackstrap molasses, Mm. just to name a few. So um, I do know that there's quite a few preparations around with chromium in it with some B vitamins and magnesium, but Mm -hmm. it is really good for our cholesterol and blood sugar management. And if you can get um, some foods high in that or... Eat a wide variety of foods to actually get your 30 uh, 30 micrograms. um, That is going to support your blood sugar regulation quite nicely. Mm. Otherwise, we can supplement as well. But you would do that with the advice from a practitioner in the field. So that's um, what I wanted to mention on the nutrition tip for today. But um, back to you, Barb. Thank you, Nicole. Yes, I just want to mention that... um, the St Kilda Film Festival is uh, opening of this Thursday, the first of June. So it's supposed to be the biggest opening night in many years, and I do believe it's down at the Palais Theatre, running until the twelfth of June. Have you ever been to the St Kilda Film Festival? Over the years? I don't think I have. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, and a huge variety of uh, films on um, uh, during that time. Um, also, while we're speaking of. Uh, Things related to um, movies. The Spanish Film Festival is coming up very soon. And no sooner does the German Film Festival finish, they're on to the Spanish. It is. I saw it being advertised. Yes, indeed. And that's a couple of weeks time. So we'll we'll mention that in a bit more detail in another week or two. Um, And uh, there's a documentary film festival, I think, that it's uh, about to um, take off as well. So we're we're spoiled for choice when it comes to movies, I have to say. And have you seen anything recently yourself anywhere, apart from The Peacock? Um, on the TV, I uh, saw Giants. The I oh, um, Bob Brown. Bob Brown. I want to see it. Is it good? On the weekend, and I loved it. Did, it was, did you stream and I it? Felt very emotional. No, I went to the Palace Cinema. Oh, good on you. Cinemas. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Bob Browns. I'm more of a fan even now. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so his story was very humble, and um, yes, a tough story as well. Yes. But um, I didn't know a whole lot about that whole situation and scenario. And um, being someone who studied environmental science, it was sort of hit. You know. The heartstrings for me a little bit yes, as well um, and a really wonderful message at the end about you know it, you know stand up stand up when 
you know, everyone else is against you, you know, stand up and fight for what you think is important. Yes. And, um, you know, when, you, when you're when you thinking about legacy, what are you going to leave behind? Um, you know, what did you do to save the trees, to, to save the environment, to make a mark on um, helping us get back on track on our environmental disaster that is um, happening across the seas and yes, the um, forests um, and with our animals as well. Mm. So and He's quite an amazing man, Dr Bob, and um, also, of course, he had his own personal battles um, coming to terms with being gay and, and in those days, because uh, he's a, a reasonably mature age now, in those days um, there was a lot more uh, resentment and hostility, I think, um, and so he's he had to come to terms with that and, and deal with, with uh, all of that. In fact, he's lived secretly and... Um, uh, and, uh, and perhaps, you know, lived a half-life of, of shame and, and sorrow and, and unhappiness. But anyway, he seems to have found a long-lasting partnership now. Um, and anyway, yes, as I said, I'm a big admirer of his. A man of great principle and uh, a medical doctor who is uh, yeah, a, a compassionate man um, and also a clever man. But uh, as I say, I think that when he left um, the Greens, it was, um, <coughs> excuse me, it was a sad loss in so many so, ways. Definitely mm. a sad loss. But his so. influence still lives on. And I've heard of that film has actually got some beautiful animation in it's it. It's beautiful. Um, it sort of shows, so it had these amazing photos of the big eucalyptus regnans oh, and yes. also the um, wonderful um, pines that are there mm-hmm. as well and some of those real ancient trees. But it talked about also um, how they are connected and they oh, use okay. digitisation over the actual photograph to show how they link and talk to each other oh, as, wow. as trees so Incredible. it showed that animation very beautifully mm-hmm. and also some of the um the organisms that live on the ground so the fungi and the algae and the lichen oh, yes. and how they all sort of communicate when something else is not doing so well then they bring the nutrients over to somewhere else and they decide on which tree lives and usually the master tree or the biggest tree is the one that dictates a lot of that and so when you fell one of those big trees um, you lose all of that and uh, that that communication link with all the other organisms in that whole forest Um, so so how important that was but they used some animation uh, behind that graphic to to demonstrate that Um, and the other thing that I thought was um, quite remarkable is around the um, just left me now but um, the the forest structure itself and how um, well, how, how important it is for the life cycle of, of everything else in around that and that we also know factually now that our new growth forests will sustain our current need. Uh-huh. So why are we logging old growth forests? Yes. Um, so there is, and, and for wood chip, nevertheless. Mm. So mm. Um, so that was quite interesting as well and, and sort of, um, it hit me um, and thought, yes, I need to tap back into a little bit that because I was a very active member of the Wilderness Society oh, really? and did yes, protest yes. against um, the Franklin Gordon oh, yes. dams in my university days Good as well. Yes, yes. Um, so, you know, we, we, we sort of um, had a bit of a... Um, I guess a, a bit of a reminisce about the good old days and what we used yes. to do, but um, on you. to say that it's still important. You it's know, very important. It's still important and topical even today. And you found yourself on the right side of history, Nicole. Good on you. And I remember thinking um, 
uh, because depending on what sort of family you grew up in, some of, some of this activism may, may have been frowned upon. And I grew up in a, in a conservative family in many ways. Um, I did do my share of marching in the anti-nuclear protests and, and that sort of thing. But I think it's important. Um, uh, it takes a lot of bravery and courage for a lot of people to, to, to take these things on. Uh, I think that perhaps now nowadays there's an awareness of the, a lot of the damage that um, the environment's been suffering. And, and so and maybe in some ways uh, people are receiving a bit more support. But certainly not so long ago, people were that regarded as uh, dangerous, you know, a menace to society and they should be locked up and, and all this sort of thing. And I'm, I'm thinking, uh, well, we're fortunate that we're a little bit more enlightened today. But uh, we have to thank the people who have gone before us who have uh, paved the way. And as I say, Dr. Bob Brown was one of them and people might have laughed or been quite, quite scornful or, or, as I say, or even downright vitriolic and nasty um, about uh, about some of the stands that, that he's taken up the years. But as I say, and, and they'll after Prince Charles too, uh, or King Charles, when he, when he talked about uh, him, the importance of uh, the environment and talking to trees or nurturing tr trees and plant life. So he has been vindicated. So as I say, um, I think it's uh, it's important that we listen to a lot of these people. It is indeed. So um, we, it was, yeah, a good movie, Get Along to See It. Yes. It's, a, it's a beautiful message and I want my kids to see it as yes, well. Yes, indeed. I, I think that's a great one for a, a lot of yeah. people to check out. And are we going to give our friend, yes. um, speaking of admirable people. Yes, yes, we might just have a quick message from our sponsors and see if we can get... Uh, the wonderful Jacinta McNina back on the airwaves. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> we might uh, just wind Tina down for a moment. So I think we might have our, our wonderful guest online. Jacinta, can you hear me? I can oh, hear you. Hallelujah. Oh, Barbara, hello, lovely. Barbara, you said it was worth the wait, my dear. I feel like we may have been calling you from India because of <laughs> the phone system scenario that has been taunting me today. Mm. Um, I reckon it could have been easier to make a call from <laughs> India. It might have been. Oh, would have been more efficient too. Maybe. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, welcome, Hannah. Welcome back. And we're dying to hear all about the trip. Oh, thanks, guys, so much. Well, it is nice to be home. I am still a bit jet-lagged, so my... Yeah, putting a sentence together may be a little bit challenging, <laughs> but they're with me. Yeah, um, no problem at all. So in terms of visiting India, I did go there for work, so I ran a two-day leadership program with one of my corporate clients. They have offices all over the world mm. and one in Pune. Um, and where is Pune we, exactly? So it is about two hours south of Delhi. Right. Um, and it is in the, wait for it for a moment, uh, oh, I know, in the Rajasthan. state of Maharashtra. Ah. Um, and it's the la second largest city in that state after Mumbai. Oh, wow. And then you and Nicole yes. have both been to India, and I, I have not, so I'm interested to hear all about it. Yeah. So it's very, it's a very interesting city, and that's the only place I spent time in. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's very famous for its weather. It does have, uh, reportedly, have wonderful weather. W w the time I was there, it was thirty-five to forty degrees. Oh my wow. Forty oh. degrees the whole time. Hot <laughs> and steamy. Yes. Delhi, Delhi was very dusty and humid when I flew yeah. in, yep. and the airport so. drive from the airport through into Delhi and that's as far as I've been haven't been to Pune but we went across um, yeah. it was very 
interesting. It's sort of you confronting. Know, here, here I am. <laughs> I've heard yeah, confronting. Right. You've never been out of Australia. I've known people who've done this. I've gone to India as a first port of call, and they've been very overwhelmed by it and a bit freaked out by it. It's a bit overwhelming for all the senses, I yes. would say. It's mm, a sensory it's a explosion, <laughs> isn't it? But, yeah, it really is. It's, it's incredible. But um, So Pune is famous for, as I said, it's weather. It's very hilly and mm-hmm. it has a beautiful sunset every night uh, over the hills and that's oh, wow. gorgeous. Um, it's also famous for its IT park. So lots mm. of IT oh. companies there. And the company that I was doing work for, they are in their business has just moved to a beautiful office it's gorgeous in this it park so they have 700 staff there yeah so i got to visit the office and it was really lovely uh and it's pune is also known for its educational institutions Mm -hmm. so higher education um is a real focus for pune and it's famous for some very special food Ooh, as well. Do tell. So, which I obviously got to sample. Official languages are Marathi, I think I've said that right, I'm not sure, Hindi and English. Uh-huh. Um, and it is very good for tourists, Pune, because it has a very low crime rate. Oh, really? Which is nice. It's a very safe place yes. by, by all accounts. But it, it is. It's, it does absolutely assault the senses in that we... Are, Drove uh, well. Delhi was an interesting place in terms of the airport and having to. The airport was is massive, and I wasn't quite sure. I had to get a connecting flight to Pune, and it was late. I'd been up for almost twenty four hours. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, who am I? Where am I? And <laughs> and I was there were three terminals there, and and mm. I was in the t- wrong terminal, mm. the international terminal, obviously. And then I was asking people to, and I showed them my flight details, you know, and information and everything. So they sent me to another terminal, which was not the correct terminal, oh, and my ticket, my boarding pass wouldn't work or anything, oh, and then no. I had to go to a ticket and office, and everyone was yelling at each other. miss the flight. <laughs> yeah, everyone was yelling at each other. I had four hours. It, 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 when I finally finished, I got, I was just in time, like about 15 minutes to spare to get the domestic flight to Pune. <laughs> yeah, and oh, so wow. I ended up having to take a bus to get to the terminal. Oh, no. um, and it was, I thought they were taking me to into the city because it was about 15 minutes on the bus Good grief. to get to the terminal um, <laughs> in Delhi. And I'm like, okay, what's happening? And then, by the t- so I did all that and that was hilarious. Uh, and then by the time, yeah, I, as I said, I got to the gate, we had to catch another bus to get the local service provider there. So it was another bus out to the tarmac what and it was saga. crazy. And, oh, so it was very, it was a bit challenging yes. getting there. But, um, you know, that was it. And I had a lovely, I stayed at the Marriott Hotel in Pune, which Ooh. was beautiful, mm. and got to know the staff there. They, like, the service is just, like, overwhelming. Uh, in fact, it was almost embarrassing. I'm like, you know, would you like me to pick up your fork for well, you? Like, you like that. There's a person for everything. So there'd be the, the a fork picker-uppera. Okay. Yeah. And the yep. serviette layeth, layeth yep. dinner. This sounds like the last days of the Raj or some British colonialism. The, the other person would be the sweeper of the crumb oh off the table. You know, yeah, and that's I right. And you dare not this. say, you dare not say, oh, it's okay, I'll do it. Because that's what I said. Because I, I cannot cope with that level no, of full service. On. And it's too much. I'm like, no, no, it's okay. I can open the bread. 
And they went, no, no, you must not. And they made me put the bread back in the basket. They get in trouble and they, and they don't get paid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so in the end, yeah, so I very quickly learned to just sit there and let them do everything. So that was all good. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, it was great. And then I had the two-day leadership program that we ran out of the hotel and oh. and of course that was beautifully catered for i had 29 people they were from pune uh the philippines australia new oh, zealand and from taiwan as well so and they were gorgeous i just had the best time with them they were wonderful did really well got great feedback on it so i was really happy with okay. how it went but the wednesday night uh, we went out for dinner to a different hotel and i'm pretty sure that's where i picked up a little <laughs> bit of deli belly oh dear yes oh. it can be a, a trevor's hazard can't it over there yes mm. and it wasn't look I, I i didn't have an experience that many people have had in that they were you know doubled over and in bed oh, and no. all the rest of it i had a few stomach pains and you know a few other things that weren't great but um it was really mild but, yeah, pretty mild, and I was able to do, uh, it was sort of overnight, I didn't feel great on the second day of the program, but I was able to get up and, and run it, I just sort of ran on uh, water and hot tea for, oh, the, for the day, didn't need anything, but <laughs> anyway, it all worked out really well. Did you so, get to see any of the forts? I know if you went out for dinner, sometimes you sort of drive past things and you go, oh, what's that? And, you know, oh, they can yes. show you those sorts of things. But um, I know there's, uh, Pune is known for some of its um, forts that it has in mm. and around, which are usually, you know, from our perspective, beautiful buildings. Yes, um, yes. Um, very decorative buildings. I just yes, wondered if you got very. to see anything like that just in your Yeah, I did get to, to see you but I also got to see the side that was very much uh, oh, dilapidated buildings and the poverty was there much evidence of poverty the people that you put on the street imagine you'd have yeah. The, um, yeah. the slums around there oh, okay. around yeah, the, the surrounding area. Oh, oh, absolutely and it was very interesting because the, the trip from the airport to the hotel was amazing it just Seeing that where the roads were what we would almost consider unmade roads, oh, really? it was really basic, and there were no, um, there's no lines on the roads oh, or anything, you know, and very few traffic lights. And so I don't know how there that is works, but made roads though and lines anyway. From my experience, <laughs> that doesn't yeah, actually so make a difference <laughs> to the road travel. I don't know how it all works, but that it did it did work, and I had my eyes shut a lot of the time because I felt like we were just about to crash into so many things. Oh, and and so, of course, helmets are optional. optional. Um, road rules are optional. Yes, oh, they are. And car horn honking is mandatory. <laughs> it, is, it is mandatory. So, it's, a, it's a cacophony of sound. Lots of bicycles it? as well as motorbikes. Yes. Mostly motorbikes. Motorbikes. But in fact, I did check out in terms of whether... Uh, it was mandatory to wear uh, helmets, and it is legal, <laughs> it legally. It is. Who can afford a helmet? Yeah, that's Harry, sorry? Who can afford a helmet? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's what, well, they don't... They, uh, I saw about two people with motorbike oh, helmets gosh. on. But the other thing that I saw, which was amazing, on, and, and I've seen this in other parts um, yeah, of Asia, and when I was in... Um, when I was in... Where is it? I can't remember Dubai? the Dubai? No, not in Dubai, in, oh my gosh, I'll think of it in a minute, see, this is my brain. Um, right. But, <laughs> but the people, number of people on the motorbikes, so yes. 
the, the cutest one I saw was a little, I reckon she was about three-year-old, a gorgeous little girl. Mm. She had these big pink sunglasses on. Oh. She was at the front of the motorbike, no helmet, no nothing. Oh, my God. Dad behind her and then mum behind Dad. Good grief. On the motorbike. Yes. Yeah, it's sort of four to, four to six is kind of the family, the family yeah. vibe. Yeah, so that was <laughs> only three. I saw also uh, a lot of women wearing their beautiful saris oh, yes. on the back of motorbikes, but riding side saddles. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, so it, it was it was amazing. So it it's really a, a mix of the old and the new, is that you confronted with? It's a with? real mix of the old and the new. Uh, it absolutely is, Barbara. It's about 7.5 million people, Gosh. population um, of Pune as well. So, right. but yeah, that, that was just amazing to be on the roads it was like oh wow but that they very much acknowledge it the locals they're like how did you go on the road <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like a joke <laughs> it's interesting because when you were over there of course Prime Minister Modi was over here getting a, a pop star rock star's welcome amazingly oh, I know I know there were posters of him all over really here. I'm flabbergasted yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> posters everywhere about that um, now there w- there's some Famous food of Pune as well. Oh, yes. Um, did you have now, a chai? Oh, yeah, I did have the chai. I oh, did. I yeah. tried everything oh, local. Excellent. I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. And it was good. It yes. was lovely. Uh, they, they sort of insist on putting sugar in everything, but I'm not like, cool. please do not put sugar. <laughs> yes. I can't have sugar. I just can't. Yeah. But So I had some nice chai tea. That was really great. And Pune's famous for its samosas with chutney oh, yeah. um, so that was really lovely mm. had some of those everything's deep fried and everything though, but, you know whatever I didn't actually end up putting on any weight I think I've got you know a little bit lost it uh, through other means but, <laughs> yes. right. so that's okay but they, they have a very famous savoury roll called bakawa I think something mm. like that um, and it's spiced and Ooh. it's deep fried and you can't get it anywhere else oh. in India it's just is uh, it vegetarian or is it meaty yeah, no, it's vegetarian. Most vegetarian. things were vegetarian. Okay. Oh, the Hindu diet, yes. Yeah, the mm. Hindu diet, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, of course, there's the amti, which is the staple dal curry, the lentil mm, soup yes, with a mix of spices. I had lots of that. That was lovely. Mm. Um, and what else? I think that was about it. Um, the samosas and the chai. Yeah. What about so desserts and, and the, the, oh, the kufi ice yeah. creams? Are there many of those? Sort of yeah, mm. I didn't have any ice because they actually had beautifully made um, mango cake like mangoes are in mm. season at the moment and they kept giving me mangoes so I was like, I was like yes please mango. Wow. <laughs> that sounds good and yeah. they were so <laughs> I think the best dessert I had was well. a, a really light fluffy vanilla cake mm. with fresh mangoes and cream on the oh, top delish. and that was just yeah, love that. yum <laughs> yeah so beautiful. that was delicious um, yes. but I didn't really go for anything else there but yeah look it was it was an amazing trip. I'd love to go back there. I didn't get to see any other places, obviously, because it was just a quick work trip. Mm, mm. But um, I very much would. It is on my list to go back to okay. visit so many other places. Mm. So, um, and, and it is, look, it is different. It's so different. But, I mean, that's what we travel for, isn't it? Ideally, that's right. But I think that, yeah. um, as I said, if, it's probably not recommended for people who've never been out of Australia. Their first port of call might might be, as I say, a bit of a shock to the system if they've been left Australia. Yes, yeah, possibly. It, it Do a bit more travelling before you go there. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Do you agree with that, Nicole? Yeah, look, yeah. I, I've been to lots of countries before, mm, so, you yes. know, have, have travelled so widely, but yeah. it certainly, mm. even though I have done that, um, it is an assault on the senses. Yes, it is. Yes. In, it in really is. And it's, and it's kind of stressful because you're 
you almost need your hotel room as a sanctuary to yes. download. Awesome. I, I can't smell anything. I can't see anything. I can't hear yes. anything. Yes. Um, you know, I can't taste anything. <laughs> um, so you just, you can turn it off and then yeah. recoup and then go, right, I'm ready to step Launch myself again. Back in. <laughs> Um, so I love that you um, partook of the food. And sometimes sometimes the food can be very fibrous. And even though you don't get a bug, people can go, well, I've just increased my fibre quotient by yes. <laughs> 50% because I'm having lentil dal every oh, day. Yes, or, yes. You know, yeah. uh, so, so sometimes that can be the case as well. Um, That's the reaction. But, um, yeah. yeah, more and more people are going in less having less impact by, on the belly. But, of yes. course... It is. It is. Is it a tricky? It's a tricky roulette wheel that mm. you have to sort of it, it perform. Is. <laughs> it yeah, to and you know, I had curry for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, yeah. And yeah, guess that, what? I it. do not want. I'm not interested in looking at any more curries for a very long time. <laughs> no, no, I was the same. I, I, I'm just not. I'm over it for a little bit. Um, Ned, I know. I know we haven't got much time, but I just. I'm still on the food piece. I don't know whether you've talked about this at all, but I just got back into reading some local news and um, I looked at in the age today there's uh, in the good food uh, section mm-hmm. there's 14 immune boosting there recipes is. oh wow I saw that and I thought perfect for coming into winter mm-hmm. yeah so I saved those um, if anyone wants to have a look at them I thought that that uh, you know, we love to talk about good food uh, and so that one's there and also the other thing locally I'd like to talk about is that uh, I did mention before I'm pretty tired I am very tired but I'm obviously not as tired as the Premier of Western Australia he's exhausted and he's leaving he's leaving this week who's who's going to step in I'm amazed is there something that we don't know about that's going to uh, 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 suddenly appear a few weeks or months down the track I don't know but I was wondering I I thought you might have known more you know did did you hear any snippets of news more mm. recently? Because it was—it's fairly recent news. It's a shock. Yes. Um, Very recent so news. Is he but anyway, tired or just he... retired? Mm, I'm not yeah. sure, but it seems to be very. And this, as I said, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but this seems like a, a, a very sudden move. Yeah, so, I thought yeah. he was doing okay. Yes, indeed. There, and he so. had a landslide victory just a short time ago. Yeah, um, that's right. Well, maybe he's just wanting to get out while he's sort of on top. Could while you're ahead, possibly. Maybe. possibly. Um, yeah, but he said he was very tired. He's, he's hitting his third decade in politics. So, yes, it's been a but long he time. did say he's not going to stop working. He he's obviously open to new offers. Yes, so. indeed. He mm. needs to get his LinkedIn profile up and running, I'm sure, and he might just do that. After, after a bit of a holiday, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly. And spending time with his family. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. They, uh, don't they all? Yes, right. uh, don't they all? Yeah, so that's good, luck to, me, good luck to him anyway. Yes. Yes. I, I think my time's probably up with you. <laughs> it is. We're about to wrap up. We're going to have a, a quick tune, a little note from a sponsor, and then we'll... Um, talk about our guests for next week, which yes. we I think we have our travel, our new travel person. It's going to be so good. The appetite for yeah, that. You kicked it off. Yes. Absolutely. Well, that's excellent. And I look forward to that segment. But um, I will be joining you as much as I can, as soon as I can. Yes, in person yeah. or on the phone. It'd be great, Jacinta. Yeah, absolutely. Back. Love hearing from you. Thanks, lovely. Love to transport us wheelchair, uh, <laughs> wheelchair. Armchair. Uh, armchair-wise. Armchair. Might be yeah. wheelchair in some cases. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like I'm in a wheelchair, exactly. but anyway. <laughs> it's exhausting <laughs> travel, you all know that. <laughs> travel, travel, travel. Thanks um, so much, Jacinta. Okay, care, lovely. We'll be in touch soon. Bye Thank for now. Love to the family. Bye. Thank you. Bye.
bit of Brian Adams and Tina Turner before we wrap up for today. Um, just a short one and then we'll have the news. Uh, and then soon coming up, um, we have, I believe, is it Primary Perspectives coming up in the studio too? I think you might be too? right there. I'm not 100% sure. So uh, we'll just before we head off, I just want to remind people also about the Alexandra Sasso Gallery, which has got another wonderful photographic exhibition which finishes this week as well. Fantastic. So we're heading off to Primary Perspectives now and uh, just that before that we will have the news. Um, see you next week, everyone. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. Ciao.